to Inside the Huddle with former Gator QB Shane Matthews, WRUF Steve Russell, and the Hall of Famer, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. The Gators have won the ball game on a bounce. Inside the Huddle is brought to you by Crime Prevention Security Systems and Titan MRI. Now, let's head to the studio with Shane, Steve, and the HBC, Steve Spurrier, on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Well, surprise, we are here for one last Inside the Huddle in in the parlance of salesmanship by popular demand. Uh, We are back. Rob Harder is producing today. I'm Steve Russell. Thank you for tuning in. The Gator QB, Shane Matthews, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier, are here. Uh, There's a lot uh, we can discuss today. Uh, Also, if you want to talk to us on the Campus USA call-in line, you can call 392-8255. Guys, Happy New Year to you. Hope you had a great holiday. Um, Boy, since the last time we got together, uh, a lot has happened here. And uh, I want to start um, with a couple of things that have made you know, national news with all the players that are opting out now. I saw Mac Brown said, you know, maybe we need to expand the playoffs, you know, find a way to keep some of these kids from doing that. I don't know how you stop that. Is there anything you think that can be done to change that? Well, I think the expansion would be the first part. You know, I will say this, there were a bunch of other schools that had kids that opted out that their, their backups played hard and played pretty dang good. Uh, so that that's the, the glaring thing that stood out to me in the Cotton Bowl where uh, I'm concerned about our depth and our lack of talent and the backups. Yeah, a lot of uh, – in fact, I got my Kyle Trask mask on. And, <laughs> See uh, that. The Heisman is tonight, <laughs> and uh, I certainly voted for Kyle. I don't know if he's going to You're not supposed to tell us that, Coach. Not till tomorrow. That I voted for it? No, I can tell you that. I don't know who's going to win. Uh, the winner will be announced tonight. Yep. But uh, – yeah, the ending of the season was not uh, anything like we'd hoped for, but, you know, sometimes it doesn't always go your way. But, yeah, uh, we're the only sport in the world that I know of that has a game that, uh, uh, to me, it used to count, though. The bowl game, and I'm going to talk about that because uh, we always want to finish in the top ten uh, when I coached here, and to, usually we had to win that bowl game to do it. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a huge game for us, uh, but times have changed. I'm not – faulting the guys that opted out because guys before them are doing it all the time too so they're not the first to do it and uh it's it's sad that that the game doesn't mean anything to those people so uh, to most people a lot of people now but uh yeah if we had even a eight team or some people say go 16 games and then let the bowl games fit those playoff games in there it would mean a lot more but uh, the bowl games, uh, like I said, back here when I was coaching, uh, we usually had to win it to maybe finish in the top ten. So it was important to us, but nowadays it's just not very important. Yeah, if you the Cotton Bowl is a game Florida had never been to as a school. Mm-hmm. That's a big-time bowl game. And it was, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Well, you got to thank the people, the good years of the world, all these different sponsors of these major yeah. FedEx at the Orange Bowl. The Orange Bowl was pretty, pretty interesting. It was a fun game to watch, but mm-hmm. – I mean, when those guys start pulling their money out and not paying, you know, putting the money into these bowl games, they're going to have to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as you look at what's coming up and you looked at the Final Four, you know, Notre Dame was more competitive. But Clemson, uh, we talked about it earlier in the year. 
they're not very good defensively. And on the offensive line, I, I don't know. They, I mean, not that they're awful or bad, but they've got some holes to fill. Well, the thing that was that stood out to me in that game was not just the offensive line, the defensive line. Both both lines of scrimmage were dominated by Ohio State. Yeah. Uh, you know, we said all year long that the back end of Clemson wasn't very good, and it's not very good at all. I mean, they got torched. And, you know, Brent Venables is the highest-paid assistant in America, and they've given up over 600 yards yeah. uh, in several games. Yeah, that's a good point, Shane. Uh, everybody complaining a little bit about uh, Grantham here. Well, Brent Venables isn't getting fired, at, and he's the highest-paid D coordinator in the land. And uh, his guys, they had a bad night, obviously, against Ohio State. So, uh, you know, once we get back to maybe having spring football and this, that, and the other, and uh, these players learn how to tackle a little bit better and, and, and then want to tackle, you got to want to also, uh, would be helpful. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, a time for mostly offensive football, it appears. So the national championship game is going to be interesting. Uh, it could be who outscores the other or, or maybe who plays the best defense. We don't know yet. I may be off by a number, but I mentioned this yesterday, and I mentioned Venables because he's a very good uh, coordinator. In Clemson's last three games, they've given up 49, 47, and 42. Mm-hmm. So, and they, like you said, Coach, they ain't firing him. No, and everybody's offense is playing rapid fire now. Nobody wants to try to make an eight-minute drive. Uh, I think Notre Dame had one against Alabama about a seven or eight-minute, and that's, that's why Alabama didn't score too much. So... Uh, until teams get back to, hey, let's let's stay on the field for maybe four or five minutes if we can to help our defense out, uh, that that would be helpful for all these defenses. But nobody wants to do that now. Let's just get up there and go, 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 and see how many points we can score. So that, that means the defense has got to play more plays. Texas a and is about the only team that plays that way now. Yeah, it takes your time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do Play of the Week, brought to you by Campus USA Credit Union. You can put some star power to work in your financial life with Campus USA Credit Union Play of the week. Uh, I, I don't have anything. Uh, let me let me think about it for a second. I'll let Coach pick I'll, one first. I'll do mine. It, it's the, it, in the NFL, the Eagles. Oh yeah. How, what what in the world are you doing with with a playoff spot for the other team on the line and the Washington football team too? You put a guy in at that point in the game. That that seems strange to me. So that's my play of the week. That was strange. Yeah, it was a little strange. Uh, yeah, I was thinking they. Probably would have kept Jalen Hurts in there, but they decided to take him out for whatever reason. Uh, and then you could go back and say, well, hey, uh, these other teams, Kansas City, they've already clinched the first place, number one seed and all that. So they didn't play Mahomes and, and their guys, and they lost the game. Yep. So are we going to get mad at them? They didn't try to win. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get mad at the Eagles? They didn't try to win. Yeah. So I don't know, Steve. It's, uh, it's a, a different world out there. Uh, every time you tee it up, I was – taught as a kid i'm sure shane was taught too that if you're keeping score you're supposed to try to win yep it don't it doesn't matter if it's an exhibition game or a practice game if you're keeping score you try your best to win uh but that's not the mind process it seems like these days yeah my play of the week is the uh the run by Najee harris where he hurdled hurdled the notre dame guy that was unbelievable unbelievable that was uh outstanding because he ran about 50 yards after him. Right. Usually yeah. the guy's hurdling, somebody gets him down, you know. But he just kept going on that one. That was uh, it was impressive. All right. Now, you know where he's from? California. He's from Antioch, California. I didn't know that until I heard Rick Neuheisel talking about 
the reason the Pac-12 out there is so bad said these kids don't want to go there. They want to go back east. They want to go to Ohio State and Alabama. And there's Najee from there, and of course Alabama gets them from Hawaii. Well, they're, they're uh, they get the, them the number over. one quarterback in the country last year, the true freshman Bryce Young. Uh-huh. That Alabama is from California as well. Yeah, and that's remember I, I know when I was a kid, coach, USC was really good. Oh yeah. UCLA was good. You know, Gary Gary Beban in your time uh, won the Heisman the year after you did. Uh, and OJ won the Heisman the year after that. Well, they were all California kids, and now those California kids aren't staying. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do Question of the Week brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. Guys, we have a lot, as always. Uh, Bill in Gainesville. Coach, Gators simply didn't play up to the Gators' standard during the Cotton Bowl. How much do coaches impact this energy regardless of reason? Well, certainly the coaches uh, were hoping to win the game. Uh, and obviously we didn't have the same team we had all year out there. So it was, uh, it was a little bit different. Uh, and like, like I say, Steve, I never had to coach under these circumstances. Yeah. Uh, I was kidding with Noah Brandeis. I said, you ought to tell people you think opting out back in 97. <laughs> I, talk, I talked you into it. I talked you into it because I said I needed somebody to hand the ball off to Fred Taylor, and you're good at that. Fred Taylor ran the ball, I think, 41 times against Penn State, 41 or 43, and, uh, and we beat them in a run-the-ball game, uh, 21-6, and that helped us finish uh, in the top five in the nation back in 97 when we had lost to Georgia and LSU. So all the guys, uh, you know, back when I was coaching here, uh, they all wanted to play in the bowl game because we had some goals that we'll talk about uh, a little later on. But, uh, again, uh, you know, when it got to the point where it appeared we could not beat Oklahoma, I think Dan Mullen felt like uh, maybe – take Trask out. I don't want him to get hurt today. Uh, we can't beat these guys. We're dropping passes all over the place. And uh, let's try to get through this thing and nobody get hurt and away we go. But uh, anyway, I, I can see how that mindset may have kicked in. Uh, Aaron and Bradenton, Georgia battled back to win their bowl game. Did the Gators not want to beat Oklahoma or did it look like they needed to try a bit more? Well, you know, my thoughts are on that game is, you know, Yes, we had guys opt out, which whatever you want to believe there or what your thoughts on that. Like I said, my concern is if Coach says, you know, regardless of who's playing, play hard, compete because you're keeping score. And some of the backups, you know, they're backups for a reason, but that's who possibly could be starters next year uh, just didn't perform very well and didn't give great effort in my opinion. All right, let's do, let's do uh, Eric and Sarasota. Coach Spurrier, should the playoffs be extended to six or eight teams? Yeah, I've always felt we should go at least eight <clears throat> and allow all the conference champs in and three at-large teams. I was very impressed with Cincinnati. That's the first time I'd seen them play. Mm-hmm. And by all rights, they basically had that uh, game against Georgia pretty much won. Uh, they had that little third and three play where they had a guy wide open, and, and one guy uh, – was covering the flat, and the guy was wide open behind. He sort of lobbed it a little bit, and somehow or another he, he face-guarded the guy, but he didn't hit him and uh, knocked it away, and Georgia was able to get the ball. And their kid, Podosky, whoever Podosky is, he's a hero in Georgia now, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I said, that kid's going to have a great offseason, Podosky, Podosky, I guess. And uh, was it a 54-yarder? Uh, but like he nailed it right 50. down the middle. Yeah, he, he nailed sure did. It. He nailed it just like that LSU guy nailed one on us. 
But uh, anyway, it was uh, Cincinnati. Their defense was very impressive. Their D coordinator, they did good things and tackled well, you know, played with great effort and all that kind of stuff. So very impressed with Cincinnati. They had a chance to win it, but it just didn't work out. Lou in Panama City, can Trask win the Heisman tonight? Unfortunately, I don't think he will. Uh, I think it's either going to be uh, Mac Jones or Devontae Smith. Uh, but he had a heck of a career. I mean, a heck of a year as well. Um, you know, it's it, it's crazy because he had that one, if you want to call it a bad game against LSU, still threw for a ton of yards, but he had those two or three turnovers. And I think that stuck in the voters' mind. If he had that game like week two, right, it would have been a different story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when you lose your last couple of games, that just – it hurts the voting, it appears. But Kyle has had a sensational year. I mean, I, I compared it with maybe a, a year Shane had when he was SEC Player of the Year, Danny Warfel, Rex, and uh, Tim Tebow, of course. Chris Leake had, had a big year in, at times there. So he, he, he had one of the best quarterback years in the history of Florida football, no question about it. Jameson says, Coach, your restaurant looks almost done. Can't wait for you to open. Will there be mm-hmm. specials named after you or other Gator greats? Yeah, we have some uh, specials uh, named after maybe some of the players. I don't know if we have to get their permission or not for uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Danny Warfel and Tim Tebow, Shane and these guys. But uh, we're shooting for April now. Uh, hopefully uh, the vaccine can get in everybody's arm by April. Uh, we're not at a rapid pace fire right now. In fact, I'm hoping to get in line someday this week. Uh, you know, when you're over 70, you're supposed to be able to get to the front of the line, I think. So uh, I'm looking forward to that, but I'm, I'm not scheduled any time. So I, I don't know how to do it exactly, but I've got my name in the registrar. Have you, you got your name in? Yeah, yeah we, we got it in there. Because of the U.S. So we yeah. have to wait till they call your name, I guess. Uh, I think it's – I hope it's Chewy, I, I, I'm guessing. Uh, C-H-U-Y, so I mispronounced it. I'm sorry. Uh, with all the players we had to opt out of the bowl game, should we have opted out of the bowl game? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's uh, you know it's even though it's a weird year, it's it's a kind of a it should be a reward for your season. You know they only had like a day and a half out in Texas, didn't get it to do the festivities and stuff. But I mean, I'm telling you, 30, 40 years from now, you're going to look back and say, you know, we got to play in the Cotton Bowl only Gator team to ever play there, and unfortunately we didn't play the way we should have played. Mm-hmm. Seems like every team that loses SEC championship game it doesn't play very well in the bowl game. Uh, it's just happened over and over at times. <clears throat> I remember Alabama when they lost the SEC game, Oklahoma beat them in the Sugar Bowl there, and uh, Saban said something like our, our guys weren't as ready as we should have been, and Bobby Stoops said, well, I agree. They didn't play like they were ready. So Stoops was agreeing with him. But uh, anyway, it, it was not a, a – I don't know if it's an excuse, but, uh, uh, you know, every game stands on its own merit. And uh, if your guys aren't ready to play, that's, that's your fault, the whole team's fault, really. All right, well, let's roll through this. we got a lot. Uh, Chandler and St. Augustine, Coach, uh, how and when did you make coaching changes at the end of a season when you coached? What do you look for in hiring new assistants? Well, you look for a guy that's got a little bit of a track record uh, for coaching his particular position, and uh, then you make contact the best you can and uh, try to try to see if it's a good fit both ways. Uh, when I hired Bobby Stoops, I knew that uh, Kansas State, I think they were either number one or two in the nation in total defense, number one in pass defense. Their stats were phenomenal. 
and uh, I finally got in touch with Bobby. Uh, Coach Snyder out there wouldn't put me through the first two or three calls. The secretary <laughs> said he was busy. So I had to go around him a little bit to, to talk to him, and then uh, basically he came and visited and, and took the job. So, uh, yeah, you just do some research and, and try to find uh, the people with uh, good uh, background credentials and see if they fit in, which they easily should. Uh, let's see. Hugh and Archer, the AAF quarterback, John Walford, mm-hmm. led the Rams to a victory. Um and your Apollos QB played for the Cowboys. Not bad for a league that couldn't sustain itself. Is there any way an alternative uh, could ever last from the NFL? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Th- these are all good players. And uh, Garrett Gilbert, when he played for Dallas, played extremely well. That game they almost beat Pittsburgh, I think it was. And that was the end of him, though, soon as uh, Dalton uh, came back. And, and Andy Dalton, I guess, played pretty, pretty well down the stretch also. But, uh, you know... <laughs> I, I was watching a movie the other day. They, I just happened to stumble into the Twilight Zone, and uh, it, it was, of course, it was fiction. Uh, but these people, uh, they all had sort of a face like a horse. Their, their, their nose and their arms. Anyway, and this doctor found one of the ladies and made her beautiful, beautiful. Well, she looked so much different than everybody else. They they didn't want to be around her because she was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and they said the moral of the story is beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and that goes for quarterbacks. That goes for every position. Uh, and some people say, "Man, he's a great player. He's not a great player." Well, how do we know? I always think you're supposed to go let him play, and, and then you figure it out after you watch him play as often as possible. I've been in the twilight zone a lot. I, I can relate. <laughs> um, Mia and Valdosta. Did Justin Fields improve his NFL draft status with his? Uh, game? Yeah, I tell you what, he uh, he was phenomenal. Made some great throws. Uh, I never thought he was a great passer, but he proved me wrong in that game. Now, we'll see how he plays next week, but gosh, he was phenomenal. Uh, Patrick and Orlando, many were claiming Ohio State didn't belong in the playoff. Did they prove they did? (laughs) Well, certainly they proved it, and it just goes to show you, uh, you can't judge a team on last week. (laughs) Shane and I do those picks uh, uh, with another podcast, and I mean, we're just halfway guessing. You don't know who's going to win because most games are so close nowadays anyway. But, uh, yeah, it, uh, it, it's, uh, it, it's, it's close. Every game seems to be close, especially these bowl games we've been watching. Uh, Lisa and Gainesville, SEC went 6-2 and two in bowl games. Only Florida and Auburn lost. What does it mean for the conference? Well, I mean, it's, you know, the whole bowl comparison thing intrigues me every year. I mean, I, Year in and year out, the SEC is the most dominant conference. I don't know if it was this year. Maybe the record says yes. I think the Big 12 went undefeated. Uh, I think everybody – I mean, our Mississippi State, who had a losing record, beats a pretty good Tulsa team. That was an ugly mm-hmm. oh. ugly scene. Yeah. And then Ole Miss beats uh, – With a, a bunch one, of guys opting out. one-loss uh, Indiana, Indiana team. team. With a bunch yeah, of guys opting out. Yeah, it's ironical that uh, the ACC got two teams in the Final Four. And yet they went 0-6 yep, in they bowl went, games. They goose-egged it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Wes and Newberry, great question here. Played Bama closer than any team this year. They keep saying the program's only six points worse than the tie, but it doesn't feel that way. How close are we? Oh, gosh. I, I, I don't know. I, I think we played extremely well against them, had our chances. Uh, but when you look at the, the big picture, in my opinion, we're not that close. Uh, that's just my gut opinion. 
no, we haven't had number one recruiting classes year after year after year after year the way they do. And uh, Ohio State, them, them and uh, Clemson are – and Georgia's up there in recruiting every year also. But we're, we're right on the edge. I mean, we're not that far behind. But still, uh, the size of the linemen, you mm-hmm. know, size of the linemen on both sides uh, – Alabama's they're bigger stronger than most every team I think although Ohio State might might can match up with them that's going to be a good one next Monday night Tig and Jacksonville said that they picked the four correct teams for the playoff uh I mean gosh I don't know but I mean you can always argue the Notre Dame deal yeah you know Notre Dame I think they're better than when they got blown out was it in 2012 against Alabama in the championship game they're really good on the line of scrimmage. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. They need speed. They need yeah. to go to like Miami, South Florida down there, and yeah. just take some three stars yeah. and let them run. They yeah. just look slow on the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, Jaron and Dayton and uh, Deltona, uh, a lot of schools have some key players opting out. Is it bad for bowl games? Does it matter to the programs? Yeah, I think it's a little bad for the – bowl games and uh, like we talked about we need to go to maybe at least an 18 playoff to keep keep guys interested and so forth but it's a, a sort of a fad that's uh, going to keep going on guys are going to keep opting out so we need to have more emphasis and, and make it like some kind of playoff game. yeah the playoffs and then you know i had Andy staples on my show and he brought up a good point who's a former gator played offensive line for coach walk on he said with this new image and likeness and all that crap where people are going to be able to pay the players why can't the Goodyear Cotton Bowl pay Kyle Pitts $50,000 to go play or player X this amount of money because I think this, I'll, I'll be devil's advocate with that you pay him $50,000 he goes and breaks his leg well I'm sure you sign a bunch of but, well, but, but I mean in other words the thing that they're saying I don't want to get hurt right 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 hurt. right so but, how much money but worse. with that whole thing, Coach, could you imagine coaching now when that when the Ford dealership or Davis <laughs> Chevrolet can stroke a check for seventy five thousand dollars to Kyle Trask to to stay and be the quarterback? I mean, it's it's going to get weird in my yeah. Opinion. We got to wait and see how it all shakes out. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a, a free country now, and you can do whatever you want to do. Nancy in Lake City. Urban Meyer, rumored to be the Jags head coach. Coach, you coach the NFL. What advice do you have for him going from college to the pros? Oh, I don't give advice. <laughs> I don't give advice to anybody. Uh, but I, I think uh, Coach Urban, after two years off, is ready to go coach again. Gosh, he's only what fifty-six or seven, somewhere in that neighborhood. He's got he got ten more years if he wants to, if he wants to coach. I don't think he'll go ten more years, but. Uh, if he wants to go, you know, four or five or whatever, uh, then maybe that would be a good opportunity. They've got a bunch of draft picks, uh, whatever that means. I don't know either because they've always had a lot of draft picks over there. <laughs> uh, but maybe they can, uh, you know, put put a good team together. And uh, certainly he's a winner. He's proven that every every stop along the way. Finally, Evan says, going to miss listening to you all every Tuesday. You guys had a great season. Listen to Shane's podcast. Mm-hmm. you got to have Steve and the HBC on more often. Those Spurrier stories you showed on Christmas were hilarious. It was a good show, no question. I think Coach, Coach saw some of it. It wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the, the player that said I used to get on the guys for having something – need to put something green or – at least some kind Zach of color. Pillar. Zach Pillar. Zach Pillar. That was his story. That. Yeah. And uh, I tell you what, if you let these guys go through the line and just pick out what they want to eat, it'll all be brown all over their plate. It'll be brown. 
So we try to encourage them to eat correctly, and hopefully in in life, man, you are, you know, exercise and diet. Uh, we we all got to do it, and uh, if you do that, you got a chance to live a long time and be healthy a long time. You pretty are, simple. You are it's what you eat. Pretty simple. Uh, those are questions of the week brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. We'll take a break, come back, much more to come inside the Huddle ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage. You can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's going to be a one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. This is Shane Matthews. Thank you for listening to Inside the Huddle with myself, Steve Russell, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. For more Gator insight, interviews with Gator greats, and a wide range of sports media, make sure you check out my podcast, Pot Up with Matthews in the Morning. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or watch live on Facebook and YouTube, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pot Up with Shane Matthews in the mornings from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., Monday through Fridays. He's a Gator legend. Hey, Gator Nation, I'm here with Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I heard some great news that Meldon Law is the official community partner of the Florida Gators. Actually, we're the only official community partner of the Florida Gators. Well, that is some great news. Meldon Law, the only official law firm community partner of the Florida Gators, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Fort Lauderdale. Meldon Law, where you matter most. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home? No matter what phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker MM Parish Realtors. Even in this unique time we find ourselves in, Doreen will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be with virtual tours and digital closings at client's request. Whether you're moving in or out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville's People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County trust the best. Call Doreen Weeby today at 352-562-1411 or visit her online at yourdreamscomehome.com. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. 
and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Worry less with crime prevention security systems by preventing package theft with our doorbell camera. Contact them today at cpss.net. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. Let's do Team of the Week, brought to you by Celebration Point, Future Homeless Burgers, Gridiron Grill. Celebration Point, where Gators come to celebrate. Shaner, Team of the Week. Ole Miss Rebels. Uh, you know, the, it was interesting. You know, Indiana was so upset with the Big Ten, you know, with only one loss not being able to – how they changed the rules for Ohio State. They covered up all their Big Ten patches on their uniforms and their helmet. I don't know if y'all heard that, but I like Ole Miss. I thought they played well. They had guys opt out, and uh, they played extremely hard for Lane. And Lane Kevin got a contract yep. extension, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that was before the game, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, yeah. yep. But anyway, uh, my team of the week for the first time is going to be a losing team, Cincinnati Bearcats. Uh, Those guys go. played their hearts out. They played with effort. They tackled. They had a good scheme. Uh, Georgia had to make, what, a 54-yard field goal. In Cincinnati, the possession before, they made a third and three. They win the game. So it was a heartbreaker for Cincinnati. They, they could have finished undefeated, been in the top ten in the nation, maybe top five even. Uh, so it was a heartbreaker for Cincinnati. But I give those guys credit. Their coaches, uh, their players, uh, I mean, playing with effort and smarts, uh, they all did that. Ohio State. Um, and, and, look, there had to be tremendous pressure on them because of all the, you know, you don't belong, the rules got changed, they went in and just thumped them. Mm-hmm. They belong. Mm-hmm. They belong. And, I, Shane, I'm with you. You know, I hadn't, I, I've seen Justin Fields play, but not a lot. He threw some nice balls. Well, day. he looked horrible against uh, Northwestern. Right. But good gracious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he, he threw some great That balls. was the game of his life. He yeah. played the best game of his yeah. life. Have you ever seen a targeting with the helmet in the back? <laughs> no. That's the first time I've seen that. Me but it's, too. According to the rules, you, you can't hit with a yeah. crown, so I guess it was okay. Isn't it funny you yeah. said that, Coach? Because I saw that, and yeah. I thought, that's going to be overturned. Him in the back. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, but, but you're right, I think. can't hit with a crown. Yep. That's, that's a correct call, I guess. Uh, Coach of the Week, brought to you by the Appalachian Cafe, best Cuban food in Gator country. Jimbo Fisher. They had a tremendous year. They're playing their style of play, but – did you see Jimbo run away from the Gatorade bath? Pulled a hammy. Oh, man. Man, was he running. Yeah, but he pulled a hammy. Oh, he did pull he it? He pulled a hammy. Oh, I didn't know it. that. Yeah, he pulled Jimmy. a hammy. Uh, Gosh, he was <laughs> running, boy. Yeah. I tell you, I need to teach those coaches. Bowl games, you can get hit with a Gatorade bucket or ice water bucket, but all you got to do is put a windbreaker on. And I used to Have tell Jamie Spronis, our director of ops, I said, now, if we got a comfortable lead, you sneak that windbreaker on me, and, you know, you don't even feel it. <laughs> but I don't know why these other coaches don't do that, but they they get all it, – it hurts when it hits you now. First time uh, – remember when uh, Huey Richardson and Mark Murray – they hit me with it just because we beat Georgia. And Georgia was a lousy team in 1990. <laughs> and uh, I snuck up behind them. They, they hit me with about two minutes left. We were way ahead and just yeah. kill, killing the clock. And I snuck behind them and, and hit them. And they turned around. They didn't know what ball. I said, it's not funny, is it? So, uh, anyway, I, I finally learned how to handle that, uh, that Gatorade bath. My coach of the week is just a salute to Doc Holliday. Yeah, that's... How in the world... He was the conference coach of the year. And if you believe what you read in in a media account, his dismissal didn't even come from the athletic director. It came from higher than that. Mm -hmm. It came from the governor was involved in this. 
So it what makes was the reasoning. What was the reasoning? They didn't really give one, Coach. The, it, the governor? Yes. It, it, when he was, again, 11 years there, conference coach of the year, and according to what was released, it, it wasn't the AD. It came from higher than that. Hmm. And I don't know that anybody really understands. So just because of that, I'm going to give him a, yeah. a, a shout out. Uh, let's get a quick call uh, on our Campus USA call in line. Porter, hello. Hey, Steve, Coach Shane, thanks for taking my call. Um, I wanted to get your opinion, Coach and Shane. I, 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 I did not have a lot of, uh, you know, I wasn't upset with Dan Mullen and his postgame comments. I thought he was basically stand behind the players. I understand Oklahoma might be, and Oklahoma fans might be, you know, thinking that he didn't you know, give them the credit they deserve. And I don't think that was intentional. I think it was a matter of him standing behind the players who played and that kind of thing and the players who didn't play. And uh, the, the question, really, uh, for, for Shane and Penn coaches, we're going to see more of this players opting out. And do you, do you, uh, how, how do you think uh, that should be handled? I mean, you can't blame the players, I don't think, for, for sitting out. How do you think uh, we, sh- we should sort of view that in the future? And is there, is there anything to uh, address it? And I'll take it off the air. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, we've uh, talked about the opt-out and all that, and it appears it's going to keep going on. But uh, I don't know. I, I, again, I've never been in that situation with a bunch of opt-out players and had a different team uh, than we had during the season. So uh, I'm not exactly sure. I didn't watch uh, everything Dan said. Uh, but uh, I guess all I know is that when we got our butts beat, uh, all I said was, hey, they outcoached us and outplayed us. Mm-hmm. So that's about all you can ever say and, and move on. So I, I didn't really listen to all his uh, post-game comments. Did you see where the – I can't remember what team it was, but the, I think it was a wide receiver opted out at halftime. Yeah. He played – I, I can't remember what uh, – maybe Oklahoma State. He played in the first half. Yeah. And I think they were losing. I can't remember. But he opted out at half. Yeah. See, that's – Second half, he had his street clothes on. Yeah, I, I just So can't. what happened? He said, I opted out at halftime. I can't. I oh, can't. It, it drives me crazy. And here's my concern. Let's just – gosh, let's use – Let's use Florida, for example, next year. Let's just say things ain't going great and we sit at four and four. Right. Uh, I'm just going to use Trent Whittemore. Let's right. just say he's going to be a junior, draft eligible. What if he's just like, look, I don't want to play anymore. I'm just going right. to opt out. Right. That's going to happen. It's almost like, Coach, could they do anything with your scholarship? if, Like during the middle of the season, you opt out? I don't think so. I think once the year starts, uh, your, your scholarship's pretty good. Uh, but again, uh, yeah, that's. Uh, it, it, I don't know. I don't know how it's all going to play out in the future. But you would hope the guys uh, will have something to play for at the end of the year and will want to play. But I guess you can opt out any time and uh, and come back. This year is like a free year, mm-hmm. so everybody played this year could play next year. Yeah, and uh, I thought maybe the Texas quarterback would maybe come back, but he's going he's going to go pro. Uh, seems like everybody's going pro nowadays, so <laughs> it's a little different. Uh, yeah, a lot different. Yeah. We'll <clears> take <throat> a break. Come back uh, inside the huddle. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. Levántate con el mejor café cubana y comida cubana norte de Miami. Uh, I need the English version today. 
today, please. Wake up to the best Cuban food and coffee north of Miami with Miapa Latin Cafe. Their breakfast sandwiches and arepas are made using the most authentic ingredients. Enjoy Cuban classics like ropa vieja and arroz con pollo. With great food, affordable prices, and friendly service from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day, you can't beat the Miapa way. Visit them at either of their locations in Gainesville and Alachua. Miapa Latin Cafe, a proud supporter of the Florida Gators. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Hey, Gator Nation, I'm here with Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I heard some great news that Meldon Law is the official community partner of the Florida Gators. Actually, we're the only official community partner of the Florida Gators. Well, that is some great news. Meldon Law, the only official law firm community partner of the Florida Gators, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Fort Lauderdale. Meldon Law, where you matter most. When it comes to info technology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, My IT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. At Titan MRI, you'll visit the only locally owned and operated MRI imaging center in town. Call them up and start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. Time for the top four teams, which is kind of hard to do, but we'll do them as it is today. Brought to you by Gators Dockside, where Gators go for good food and good times with more TVs than anybody. You can always catch the game at Gators Dockside. Shane, our top four. Uh gosh, I guess I'm just gonna do three. I can't think of a fourth one. I'm just, I'm gonna put A and M as my third ranked team behind Ohio State and Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll put uh, those three and sneak Oklahoma in there, maybe at number four. Oklahoma had a, a really good finish. I think they lost what their first two of the year, and, and then they played very well down the stretch. They've won six straight. <laughs> uh, what they call themselves the uh, Pack? Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Big 12. Uh, Big 12. Big 12. Big 10. Uh, So give Oklahoma credit. Six in a row. Clemson's won six in a row. Ohio State's won, I think, four in a row. Uh, uh, Out West, at least they have some different ones, although I think Oregon's won the last two in a row. So uh, Alabama did not win last year, but they're dominating the SEC. So uh, we wish there was more parity in college football, uh, but right now there's no solutions on changing it. Alabama, Ohio State, Texas A&M, Oklahoma. Those are the four. Yeah. Um, I, I take a quick call from Bruce in our Campus USA call online. Bruce, hello. 
Hey guys, uh, I'm so glad y'all did this one more show. Uh, anyway, I fell asleep watching Scarface last night, and I had a dream that I was watching it with Coach Spurrier. And when it was <laughs> when it was over, we were doing our favorite lines from the movie, and Coach Spurrier goes, "First you get the money, then you get the power, then you get the player guest." I didn't understand what he was saying, Steve. Do you? Uh, no. Well, anyway. Oh, well. Bruce, thank you for that, though. We appreciate it. Okay. You've been listening to James Bates too much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, where do I go from here? All right. Chalk Talk. That's what we're going to do. Uh, brought to you by Meldon Law. With over 40 years of experience, Meldon Law, where you matter most. Coach, it's going to be a different Chalk Talk today, so take it away. Okay, uh, Steve, I, I thought uh, today a lot of people, uh, of course, we're going back 30 years now, actually 31 years, and uh, they, they say, Coach, how, how was your teams able to start winning the SEC your first year, not your third, fourth, fifth? It's not like you have to build a bunch of guys. Uh, there was a excellent talented team here that I inherited in 1990 but uh, in 1989 I'm going to talk about goal setting here briefly and uh, a lot of people out there if you're at a company or organization you got people under your charge uh, you might want to think about writing down some goals this 2021 year and when the year's over see if you've met them see if you've accomplished some things and uh I read, my wife actually found an article on goal setting and how you do it. And uh, so I started to do it. I didn't do it until 1989 at Duke. And then, obviously, we won the ACC championship uh, in 89. And so, obviously, uh, when I got the job here at Florida, we started writing down goals. Shane was here. And the way you do it, you get, uh, you get your seniors, you get maybe your starters, uh, your influential guys on the team, and together you all set the goals. I don't set them. The team sets them, and then we all see if we can achieve them uh, throughout the course of the year. So I'm going to go over uh, our first year at Duke. Uh, this is the first year I'd ever done this as a head coach. And uh, so I got the seniors. We had a bunch of seniors and, and pretty much all the starters too. And I said, we're going to write down some goals and see what we can do this year. I said, Okay. So we wrote down uh, winning season at Duke. If you have a winning season, that's a dang gum good year. <laughs> and, uh, and then we said, well, maybe we finish in the top 25 and win all the home games. North Carolina was our big rival. We got to beat the Tar Heels and, uh, and just go to a bowl game. Duke had not been to a bowl game in 27 years, wow. since 62. And so we finished up, and I said, that's, that, those are some good goals. We got a shot at these. Let's go see if we can do it this year. And then one of the guys raised his hand, Bubba Metz, our senior captain, offensive center. He said, Coach, we think we can win the ACC championship. And I said, wait a minute now. We're supposed to set goals that are doable. We've got a realistic shot. He said, Coach, we, we play well here at home. You know how good we play at home. And, uh, and uh, he said, we got Clemson here, NC State. We want to put it on the books. I said, all right, we're going to write it down, win ACC champion. We're not going to tell anybody. We don't want to be a bunch of fools. I think we were picked uh, seventh in the conference, seven out of eight. And we opened up season one and three. Now, we'd lost three road games against good teams. 
And then we had a huge upset over Clemson. They came in 4-0, number seven in the country. And we found a running back. We had Clarkson Hines, All-American wide receiver. We changed our defense to eight-man, nine-man front. We had to stop the run. And I'd be dang, those guys won, uh, won seven straight games, six conference games and one other. And I'd be dang, we won an ACC championship. The only one in the last 68 years, I guess, at Duke now. That's how it happened. If we don't write this down, I don't think there's any way we win it at, uh, at Duke. Because uh, we've just been playing now. Let's see if we get a winning season. But we got on that run, and I said, hey, we can beat these guys. Hey, we can beat these guys. And, uh, and we kept doing it. And uh, so, so when I come to Florida in 1990, I get the starting starters and the seniors. Had a lot of seniors on that team. And we start writing down goals. Now, this might not be exactly what we had in 90, but this is sort of what we put down every year right here. And we talk about it a little bit uh, in, in preseason. Uh, talk about it briefly as we went through the year, uh, but mainly uh, we just talk about our opponent that week. Uh, you don't want to, you know, you can't look too far. So uh, the most uh, Florida had ever won in a season was nine uh, prior to 90. Uh, so that was always one of our goals, win nine, win 10, win 11. Later on, we put win 12 when we started uh, playing that extra game and so forth. Uh, just about every year, uh, after, when we started division play in 92, uh, one of our goals was win the Eastern Division. Uh, we won the Eastern Division seven of ten years, so pretty good on that. Win all the home games. Uh, and we won all the home games, I think, in nine of the 12 years. Might have been eight, eight of, of the 12 years. But we always try to do that. Beat FSU. We didn't do that very well. You know why? They were number between number one and four in the nation every time we played them for 11 of the years. So we, we weren't very good on that one all the time. Win the SEC. Uh, we won it seven of the 12 years. Didn't win it every year, but we, we were in the hunt every year. Uh, win the bowl game. Uh, and then later we wanted to go to BCS Bowl when we had those teams uh, uh, we, uh, we won a few more bowl games than we lost, but we lost a few bowl games also. Uh, and then we had those really good teams later on. Uh, we wanted to win the national championship. That only happened once, but uh, it did happen there. And then, uh, what I was telling you about, finishing in the top 10. Mm -hmm. So if you win that bowl game, you're almost always gonna finish in the top 10. And we, we finished in the top 10, 10 of 12 years. Only two years, I think 90 and uh, 99, 90 and 99, we did not finish in the top 10. So when you have that goal there, that keeps the guys in, in the bowl game. That, man, we gotta, we gotta do this, see where we finish this dang thing. So I know it's different now as far as that goes, but the ability to set goals and go after them. I remember, uh, Steve, you asked me one time, did you really think you're gonna win the SEC your first year? Yes, I did. And I said, yeah, we did, because yep. we had a team capable. Yep. And uh, I may have mentioned that to the, the media in it, uh, when we did the uh, preseason uh, media conferences in Birmingham there and so forth, and they sort of laughed a little bit that uh, they thought we could win it my first year here as the coach. But the players were here. If the players weren't here, we would maybe not have set that high goal. You, you can look foolish if you don't have the team and the attitude to go do that. But anyway, by, by setting goals and stretching your mind to new dimensions, that's, that's how you can uh, achieve things that have never happened before. And, uh, and, and then that's, that's one reason football fans uh, are disappointed with coaches all the time because they've seen 
really high success at that level. So the Gators' minds, they're stretched out there at that national championship now. Urban got a couple of them. We got one. We got a bunch of SECs. Uh, so the next coach, he's, he's got to try to reach those levels or it's just not as good. Great stuff. Chalk Talk, brought to you by Meldon Law. With over 40 years of experience, Meldon Law, where you matter most. Take a break. Come back inside the huddle, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage. You can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed. Up. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's is going to be one of a kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. Gators Dockside is your Gators Sports Headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator Sports Headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home? No matter what phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker MM Parish Realtors. Even in this unique time we find ourselves in, Doreen will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be with virtual tours, digital closings at client's request. Whether you're moving in or out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville's People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County trust the best. Call Doreen Weeby today at 352-562-1411 or visit her online at yourdreamscomehome.com. When it comes to info technology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, My IT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. This is Florida Gator head coach Dan Mullen, and you're locked in to Gainesville's only home for the orange and blue. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world 
WRUF radio app. Connect more with crime prevention security systems and easily view cameras at your home or business. Contact them today at cpss.net. All right, welcome back. we got a lot to do in a short period of time here. Game to look for, brought to you by My IT Masters, your one-stop shop for your businesses, technology solutions, from voice over IP to cybersecurity. Nobody does IT like the master. Let's talk about the championship game. Shaner, who wins it? Gosh, I'm going to lean Alabama very close, because I would say blowout, but the way Ohio State played on the line of scrimmages, I think they can cause some problems, but I just think Alabama will make a few more plays to somehow win it. Yeah, Alabama will be favored. Uh, I tell you, uh, that kid Sermon, the running back from Oklahoma, State, coach. Yeah. He's a transfer. Oklahoma. He transferred transfer. from Oklahoma. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I don't know where they've been hiding him all year, but he ran for three hundred and something against Northwestern yeah. and almost two hundred uh, against uh, Clemson. Uh, I, I, you know, I think it's it is two of the really big dogs of college football. Uh, they're the biggest, strongest linemen on both sides. Uh, both of them. And uh, Justin Fields, if he plays any way like he did uh, against Clemson, uh, then obviously they'll have a good chance to upset Alabama. So uh, I got to pick the opposite guy, Shane picks. So he picked Bama, so I picked <laughs> Ohio State on this one. Um, I'm going to be an SEC uh, uh, Alabama, but I think going to be a lot of points. Yeah. I think going to be a lot of points in this game. We'll take a break, come back. Our final thing we will talk about Florida's future here inside the huddle. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Leave the hustle and bustle behind and take a break with Miapa Latin Cafe. Open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They use only the freshest ingredients to create classics like Cuban sandwiches, arepas, lechon asado, and café con leche. And beat the heat by trying it on ice during Miapa's daily half-off iced coffee happy hour from 2 until 5 p.m. Relax on the patio at their Gainesville or Alachua locations and enjoy life the Miapa way. Miapa Latin Cafe. Good Cuban food served with a smile. Gators Dockside is your Gators Sports Headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator Sports Headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators. This is Shane Matthews. Thank you for listening to Inside the Huddle with myself, Steve Russell, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. For more Gator insight, interviews with Gator greats, and a wide range of sports media, make sure you check out my podcast, Pot Up with Matthews in the Morning. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or watch live on Facebook and YouTube, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pot Up with Shane Matthews in the mornings from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., Monday through Fridays. He's a Gator legend. 
Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, and Sunday Night Football, the NFL in primetime lives right here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. A Titan MRI, no insurance is no problem, and Titan MRI has the same-day scheduling available. Call them up and start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. This show always goes by too fast. we got about a minute and a half, Shane. Future for Gator football, what do you see? Well, we're going to see a totally different offense next year, uh, maybe like night and day. Uh, hopefully some of these kids that are coming in this signing class can help out. I think we need to get bigger, stronger on both sides of the line of scrimmage. Uh, but I think Dan's a tremendous play caller, and hopefully he'll be our coach next year. Coach, what do you see? Uh, yeah, I think we're in good shape, uh, and hopefully, uh, you know, we got clobbered in 95 by a team called Nebraska. I don't know if Oklahoma's a Nebraska, but we uh, regrouped and uh, won national championship next year. But anyway, I just want to salute Kyle Trask and uh, thank Coach Nussmeyer. He came here to football camp, and they offered him a scholarship. So uh, number 11, he may not win the Heisman. I voted for him. But uh, he had one of the greatest years as a quarterback in, in school history. So uh, thanks to Kyle Trask for coming to the University of Florida. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, class act, too. Mm-hmm. Really good kid. You know, schedule plays a part in, you know, how, we don't know what Alabama's going to look like. Now, you know, they usually just They're going to be damn good, Steve. But they come here assuming everything is right. Uh, and, you know, Georgia's not going to go away. The East is not very good. And I think the question becomes, you know, Coach, you mentioned it with, with the slowness of the vaccine. You know, is there going to be a spike here? Will there be spring ball? You know, that's still up in the air, too. So uh, we'll see. But, uh, Shane, I think you're right. Mm. that the, the offense is going to be a lot different. That's going to do it for our Inside the Huddle for the year. Thanks to these two guys. Uh, it always makes the day a lot of fun when they're here. Thanks to Rob Harder for producing today. I'll see you on Sports Scene at noon. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Enjoy your day. prevention security systems. View cameras at your home or business or prevent package theft with their doorbell camera. Crime prevention provides security and life safety with affordable packages and an easy-to-use app that gives mobile control of your home or business. Get a text notification when the kids get home from school or be notified if you forgot to set the alarm when you left. You can even get a notification if you didn't close the garage door. For home or office, crime prevention can do it all. Contact your local team at Crime Prevention Security Systems, winners of the Best of the Best in Gainesville, and the Ethics and Business Award. Trust the team at Crime Prevention to secure your home, family, and business. They're large enough to serve.